Sam. Welcome to Chai with Sam Dosa. I'm your host, Sam Dosa, live from Birmingham, UK. My podcast, Chai with Sam Dosa, has been in inception since June 2020. And I had a privilege of bringing in amazing guests all the time. My podcast is available on iTunes, Spotify, and all major platforms. So check it out and listen to some amazing guests on my podcast who has shared some great wisdom in depth. It's a heart-centered conversation with my guests, which means there is no scripted on this podcast. We just go along as we talk in a flow. So today I got another exceptional guest on my podcast. His name is Charles Collins, all the way from West Palm Beach, United States. And his tagline is, uh, Charles' unique perspective is focused on practicing life as a craft versus managing family and career purely by intuition, trial and error. A uh, small uh, note about Charles is he's a best-selling author of the Lifecraft book series available on Amazon, producer of The Companion, making a masterpiece of your life audio collection and publisher of Life Masterpiece Journal available on medium.com. So I will give you my great friend, my great uh, guest, Charles Collin. Welcome to Chai with Sam Dosa. Thank you, Sam. I'm having my chai, so let's enjoy our time together. Absolutely beautiful. So, so Charles, tell us uh, who Charles Collins is and what is his purpose now, right now? So, yeah, I would say that who I am and what my purpose is uh, kind of one and the same at this point, which is uh, to continue making a masterpiece of my life. Mm-hmm. So that is the the reason I get up every morning is to... Uh, do a little bit more uh, work on do getting a little bit better uh, on overall polishing and smoothing and uh, getting things running along, right? Because uh, we get one crack at this, right? So you might as well do it well. So as you, you had mentioned in the introduction, um, one of the uh, tasks now at hand for me is to take the work that I have been developing over the last uh, 35 years. Wow. Uh, making of life as a craft, which we are going to tell your audience all about today, and uh, now presenting that in a uh, location, and depositing that uh, that content, carefully selecting that content, so that uh, folks can come and access the content in a well-structured way, mm-hmm. and use it uh, in their own way for crafting a masterpiece of their own lives. Right. So that's what we're gonna chat about today fantastic fantastic yeah. so how did you uh, started this journey of uh, life crafting because as you mentioned we only have one life but when this all uh, notion of uh, uh, this uh, this came together the the idea of putting uh, the the structure together which was kind of like what i'll call the categories for creating the curriculum we're looking at life as a craft rather than life being just an intuitive 
encounter where that you're not prepared for. That started around my early 30s, uh, more, more or less. Um, and that, that came about as a result of my daughter walking in the kitchen one day and saying, Father, what, what's the purpose of life? And uh, I said, you're only six years old. I said, how come you're asking me that question? You know, and uh, I realized uh, I didn't really have the kind of answer that I would like to give her. You know, I realized the question was, you know, here's a young mind that's awakening. And uh, I can either go about uh, just, you know, tossing things out to her uh, in a haphazard way uh, with no, so to speak, curriculum or structure. Uh, and then she'd basically be patching that together as she went along. And, you know, right there at that moment in my life, I said, that's unacceptable. I said, that's, that's, I, I just don't feel right about that. So I said, why, why is it that my child who's not starting school, she can go to school and through her day, they're taking her through her different topics, her different, you know, uh, subjects for learning. Uh, you know, reading or, you know, things of this nature. And then as she continues to grow and she moves into schooling and on to university and learning a career path, that's all structured. That is a specific body of knowledge. And then you enter into the beginning phases and then you progressively move through the higher phases of the learning in that particular career or profession or trade, whatever it might be. And then you go out into the world to practice that trade. But I said, well, for goodness sakes, why then can't the rest of all the topics of life be assembled or coordinated and sort of speak sort of a curriculum so that it doesn't look like it's an unstructured, you know, uh, menagerie, so to speak, right? So that, that, that there's some form and, and, and we feel good. It doesn't mean that you're locked in, but it doesn't mean that you're just left to the wind blowing you around either. You know, I mean, there's a happy balance there. So that's how it started. Wow. I think uh, that mind of your daughter, six years old, asking the question of what is my purpose? Mm. That's quite a big uh, revelation in itself because six years old, they are still uh, in that sort of a mindset of uh, enjoying and playing and have no uh, uh, sort of a, a thought in the mind of saying, I have to do this, I have to do that. Uh, and they, they laugh, laugh out loud, freedom. They have all the freedom, they hold everything. That's, that's quite an, a significant uh, uh, revelation for you as you started your journey to bring in this lifecraft uh, um, uh, journey with you. And you've been working on this for the last 35 years now. And mm -hmm. it's available uh, in the series of uh, sort of uh, audio and uh, books and everything, which is which a significant uh, 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 achievement for you. And so what is your learning on this 35 years of putting this all together? What was your, so how do you describe life now? So I would say that um, this framework uh, puts forward the, the, the idea that, that life is either a combination of uh, certain uh, structured areas like our trades and professions, and then the rest of it is just intuitive uh, uh, trial and error uh, coming at you without any form or shape and you just have to duck or you you know the whatever 
or that life is and can be practiced in a similar way to the way we organize, teach, and learn our trades, occupations, and professions. So that first approach, that first idea of saying, well, why can't we do that, right? Even though I had never found anything that had done that, uh, I was not taught that growing up as a child by my own parents, you know, that life is a structure, you know, uh, they, they would teach you ritual, they would treat you, teach you tradition. And in these things, we might find certain structures um, based on the countries and the cultures that we come from. And in some ways, you know, our parents are taught to teach us to put that forward as the structure of life, that you operate within this cultural framework that you're given when you come into the world. And some people listening to this podcast would say, that's perfectly fine for me. You know, um, I, I like that. I relate to it. And, and there it is. And, and that, that culture uh, and or that uh, worldview uh, within it uh, explains uh, why things are the way they are and what things mean. You know, it, it's, it's either like magical or secret <laughs> or it's something coming from God or, you know, any other types of explanations. However... There is another idea that even within those worldviews, no, no matter what they are, a religion, a philosophy, whatever, the thing that I started to realize as I kept drilling down is that the one thing that is universally celebrated by people all over the world, no matter what worldview or religious or cultural background they come from, when they come into contact with a work product that could be a novel it could be an artifact it could be a symphony or a raga it could be uh, a meal on a plate that's extremely well prepared and i will call it done with excellence craftsmanship this fundamental principle is, is what started rising out of that initial investigation and research that no matter where we are in the world, no matter who we are, where we come from, when we see excellence of execution, that is craftsmanship in that something has been done with a high degree of quality and skill that took time and training and practice, we don't care or we don't see who that craftsperson is behind that work. We don't see the culture, we don't see the religion, we don't see the gender but we absolutely embrace this perfection of execution. And as human beings, I believe that we recognize craftsmanship well done as one of the highest qualities of the human experience. So I started thinking to myself, why is it then that we cannot teach our children to be the craftspeople of their own lives and to make a masterpiece of their lives? And if we're going to teach them to do that, then we need to give them the curriculum by which they can do that work throughout the rest of their lives. So in the last 35 years, to your question, that's what I've been doing, is making a masterpiece of my life. Amazing. So one thing come out on this is that, again, I completely, again, uh, relate to you that craftsmanship should be part of our journey and this sort of a uh, uh, structure should be given to our children but what about uh, 
without structure we are still living in the society without structure there are a lot of things happening with us we are learning different things so would you suggest or would you advise uh, whether having a structure because there are a lot of discipline you go in a military or army there is a very discipline very cru cruel discipline so your yes. children become cruel discipline being placed as a discipline <laughs> as well that you know that boy have you done your bad boy have you done this boy girl have you done this so they have been very very focused on certain uh, uh, things which they have learned but do you think that having too much structure will take out the joy of living your life with free will i totally agree uh, i totally agree that if you so that if you carry the burden of structure on your shoulders that forces you to function in a manner that is harmful to yourself it automatically is going to come out in the way that you walk through the world right so this is a critical element in the idea of life as a craft which teaches uh, this is the fundamental principle at the center of the work that i've done is that we the human being are the primary material of the craft of life as wood is to the carpenter or clay is to the potter mm -hmm. the human being is the primary material it's an organic material mm -hmm. and the human being is comprised of the inner human being and the outer human being yes and we can all pretty much understand and agree to that. Now, the question becomes, if you look at your life as it is today, this organic material, you the craftsperson of your own life, is the inner human being in balance with the outer human being? And are they flowing in a state of serenity, uh, relative happiness, uh, yeah, things you always want to push a little here and tuck a little there. That's the idea behind, you know, small incremental improvement. But if you as the craftsperson of your life come to the realization that I am the craftsperson of my life, the next thing is to look at the organic material that is yourself and say, in the craftsman's way, what is the current state of the material that I am working with? You know, is it a little dry and I need to add some water? Is it a little crooked and I need to straighten and realign it, right? So to your point, Sam, I think that those influences external to ourselves, the environment as well as other people who may or may not be craftspeople, by the way, they may not be very good at their job, they can and they do affect us, our materials. The world affects us. Our job whether we want to well, to decide is, do you take the responsibility that if you are the craftsperson of your life, that you may have to, because each life is a different journey, you may have to make some alignment corrections to yourself because you may have been affected by the external environment, like a tree that's bent in a storm. You may have to help it come back to an upright position. So if you've been overly pressured, by someone from the military perspective background, as you were describing, then you may you you it may take some time for you to learn the skills or connect yourself to mentors who have the skills to help you 
undo some of that and bring yourself back to a state of balance. Yes? yes. In a craftsman-like manner. Yeah? That's the idea. Yeah, I think this is this is journey is a learning uh, a learning phase of our journey because we were not been uh, parents are not been given a manual how you That's to, right. how you going to yeah. get your baby. <laughs> That's the point. So so we are all our craftsmen, but again as you said because it, because we uh, get into a uh, condition uh, in regards to how we go forward in our life uh, because we are born winners but conditioned to fail uh, and that's that's is utterly true that from from the the birth we are we enjoy that we uh, are we going to one year to second year to the third year and when you jump into your uh, kindergarten or nursery you started to get conditioned by your teachers by your siblings by your parents by everybody else and by the time you are seven years old you're fully conditioned that you stop articulating yourself until you see somebody else being vulnerable you stop talking about how do you feel what is bothering you why you are not eating what is not what is upsetting you sort of things and we started to hide a lot of things because we find it difficult to fit in the society or in that sort of a friend circle where everybody is just uh, sh sharing only the happiness side of it not the <laughs> drawbacks or setbacks in their life which which find it so difficult for when they get getting to the age of 10 11 12 16 18 20 25 even some people go up to 50 who are completely shut down because of the condition because they still don't master themselves in terms of how to because they are being conditioned by a lot of other people they forgot how to enjoy a, a moment of success they are like robots they become robots they say oh yeah i successfully completed one master degree two master degree three master degree with honors oh, i'm a phd perfectly fine i'm working for a company which i'm i'm a ceo why well, you're not happy mate i ironically you are not happy you end up in the same sort of a rut where i provide everything to my family but i'm my family is still not happy but they're looking at you and says my father is not happy my mother is not happy my mother is not content with my father you know so i think there are a lot of things needs to be done here to people to understand that you have your free will to execute if you learn how to because sometimes we are afraid of actually choosing our free will as well that's a beautiful point sam and i think that the you 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 just articulated what happens in most cultures around the world which is they steer us from a very young age into one particular element of five elements in life as a craft into one particular element that basically says this is what your life is and that is that whole career path and being the father or the mother or whatever it is and it's so singular and one-sided and so pressured in that all the other things that you are and can and should be never come to your workbench 
as a craftsperson. They never get brought to your workbench. So you're not even aware of them. You just feel you're empty without them, but you're not quite sure what to put your finger on. Why do I feel it? Secondly, so that's the curriculum. That's what to learn. Then secondly, you're never taught to be the craftsperson of your life to all of those other things. You're only taught to be a craftsman or craftswoman in that one thing, mother or father or CEO or whatever the case may be. But craftsmanship for the rest of your life is not a topic on the table. So you end up becoming very much the situation you just described. So one of the things then in this work is to say, for those of you listening to Sam's podcast, there is an alternative. There is an optional way without leaving your culture, without leaving your worldview, without leaving any of those things, enjoy them, live within them, grow within them, however you like, but go to the place in your worldview and your culture where craftsmanship exists. Go there because it's there. It could be China, it could be India, it could be South America, it doesn't matter. It's all around you in the world that you live in right now. Go there and see that that fundamental skill is something you need to acquire for the rest of you, not just the career or parent or wife or husband part of you. And the second thing is, if you then want to know what is the rest of the curriculum, the five elements that you can take everything you've been doing and say, oh my goodness, it's actually part of a system. You can go to the work I've been doing, which is currently in the Life Masterpiece Journal. This is where I make all the journal entries and show people, here's where you can put things that have to do with your family heritage. Here's where you can put things that have to do with managing your family and your household, like a workshop, a, man, right? a craftsman's workshop. It needs to, needs to be commercially successful. How do we do that? What about family and personal finance is the third element in life as a craft. The fourth, of course, is you, the human being. And the fifth and final element is tools for living. Let's take a look at the tools you've been trained to use. Let's take a look at all the other tools that craftsmen and women have made for us, for all the other parts of our lives, right? And all of a sudden you start to see, well, for goodness sake, I've been doing so many of these things. I just didn't know that there were these five elemental categories to put them in. Now, Okay, there's some balance. I can say today I want to work on this one and tomorrow I'd like to bring this one in, you know. Now I can start moving forward in a craftsman or craftswoman-like manner to begin to improve incrementally for the rest of my life and make a masterpiece of my life. All of a sudden the doors open and you go, oh, for goodness sakes, this is so basic and fundamental, and I can see it everywhere around me, and I have felt this within me in one thing or another, now I can apply it to the rest of my life, right? So you don't need to go into this extraordinary state of transcendentalism. You don't need to take all kinds of courses and so forth and so on. This is a fundamental human principle, I think, that we are fundamentally born with, because when we do something well, and we surprise ourselves we did it well like my little granddaughter or something the next thing you know is their eyes light up and they become supremely satisfied with themselves and i think this is our ultimate purpose when you become happy with something you've done well you want to do it in every other part of your life get that feeling right and then you start glowing to the world around you they go how come that's such a happy chap or happy lady because they're so happy with their 
with their with their their execution, their craftsmanship, right? So it's a way of looking at things, Sam. I think so. That's uh, quite an interesting uh, way of looking at uh, the craftsmanship. And because as we see, a lot of people uh, did not see the gifts within themselves uh, until somebody point them out. Oh, oh, you have a beautiful smile. And they will say, really? Mm. Never noticed that. <laughs> or, <laughs> or you are an ex excellent uh, customer service, uh, service agent. Really? Never thought of that. There are a lot of a uh, lot of hidden uh, uh, qualities we carry in ourselves. We do. We do not discover them because because of the conditioning and people are never uh, because you are not surrounded by the right people as well because you are surrounded by those people who are only pulling you down instead instead lifting you up. So to become a, a greater craftsman, you need to be. Surrounded yourself with craftsmen. You can't be surrounded with your layman who does not know what to do. You've said it, Sam. You've said the critical. So, in historically, throughout the thousands of years that humanity has been practicing craftsmanship, one of the key universal behaviors I have found in every culture around the world from the beginning of recorded history until today is that craftsmen and craftswomen bind themselves together through something we call guilds or societies or associations. And within those communities of craftsmen and craftswomen, like craftsmen, they lift one another up, they reinforce one another, they look and make suggestions on each other's work, and they, they, they grow this up together. And if you are not surrounded by these people of like mind, which is your point, Sam, you feel a little bit like, uh, you know, you're out in the, the wilderness alone by yourself. Excuse me one second, Sam. I'm sorry, that was an incoming. I have to go pick someone up. No worries. No worries. So, so quite an interesting... Uh, <laughs> You know, a lot of, lot of things uh, around us, uh, uh, as we open doors to new frontiers, uh, with COVID, we have uh, experienced uh, some significant change in our well-being, our life, the way we see things. And now we are returning back to a new realization, which means then how you're going to adapt the new frontier, which is majority of people would like to work from home, or how you're going to balance your life, how you're going to perceive whether this is the right career for you, or you should be forecasting, you know what, I should start my own business. Things are That's right. To... Yeah. 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 Quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So people uh, need to start crafting their life the way they would like to see and the, the way they like to really want to enjoy their life. It's not about giving your tools or giving your life to somebody else to ruin it. You want somebody to actually build it for you or not only build it for you, but help you to craft your life. That's the key, Sam. You know, and people, 
and that's once again for bringing this to your audience you know thank you very much because people can hear this message that you are the craftsperson of your own life and in the materials that they have available to them uh, on life masterpiece journal the audios and the and the writing the first element is it says first and foremost you then have to listen carefully to what's just been said and then you have to make a decision as to whether or not you will accept that you are the craftsperson of your own life and that you will accept that responsibility and that joy. And if so, then you must go about beginning to understand what is the pursuit of craftsmanship? What is the practice of craftsmanship? And fundamentally, for everyone listening, no matter where you are in the world, it's all based on one thing. It begins with learning, then practice, then improvement of your execution. And look at any craft or trade around the world that takes time, that takes commitment to seeing the outcome. Craftsmanship takes dedication and it takes persistence and it takes continuous improvement. So if you're not ready and willing to accept that responsibility, no matter what state your human being is in right now, it can be improved but you are the owner of that work, right? Now, to your point, Sam, which is absolute, which is pe why people like you exist, you become the mentors. You help, you, people bring you in to help them and help them align because what craftspeople do for one another is help put themselves back into alignment. Oh yes, I see that work you're doing. It's just a little bit out of alignment. Okay, let's bring it back over here. Oh, I see that you, you know, it dropped over. Okay, let's bring it back. Let's look at the process. Okay, good. How are you using your tools? Uh, maybe a little too much pressure with that tool. Let's back that down just a bit, right? So alignment by using your mentors who know that particular trade and craft, right? In, internal human being or external human being, right? Those things. This is the way of craftsmanship. And you should practice the way of craftsmanship and you will make a masterpiece of your life. Absolutely, absolutely. Quite a significant insight from here. So Charles, tell us, uh, tell my audience how they can connect with you. I would say, Sam, uh, mylifemasterpiece.com uh, uh, will bring them to the Life Masterpiece Journal. And the journal is a place where I make my entries in the journal there. Uh, and uh, so they can read the entries. They can see the structure of the five elements of life as a craft. They can read and learn more about the way of craftsmanship. But then that's all they have to do is look around them in the world and they'll say, oh my gosh, I'm surrounded by good craftsmanship. You know, now let me go look deeper. Um, so I think that will help them. I think the other thing they should do, Sam, is to listen to your podcasts. Because when you bring others onto your podcast and present them to the audience, you are bringing mentors that are skilled in particular areas in which they may need some alignment, right? So if you're going to make a masterpiece of your life, you need to go to places like Chai with Samdosa and learn from the collection of mentors that you bring to to the audience that's that's critically important thank you thank you i think uh, it's quite important for 
us to work in a collaboration instead of a competition. That's because, right. Uh, because a lot of people not trying to work with you, they feel threatened that you might be in a competition. And that's where I come in and I say to a lot of people, listen, no, 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 I'm not in competition with you, mate. How can I be in competition with you? Because uh, what you are doing is so specific to the area of your skill sets. That's right. And the area of skill sets is mine different. Why don't we merge together to become a better deliverer to the lot of people who are finding it difficult to have two people instead of one people? Because you can take a person to that particular level and there is a ceiling which you can't break it. But then if you have a collaborative partner who says, okay, now I can show you how to break that ceiling and you go, not only you, your client also go to that ceiling as well. So you are both going to learn together and achieve the better results. And that's, that is the, that is the uh, elixir of collaboration. That's the elixir of uh, working in harmony with people. And I think a lot of people who are going to be listening to this podcast, if you think that you have a story and if you think that you have something which you can share with my audience, please come in. Send me an email, uh, which is sam at samdosa.com and let's have a conversation because more you share your journey, more people will know who exactly who you are. And that's the, biz- that's the best part. That's the best part because if you're going to keep your story inside yourself and if you're not going to be sharing with somebody else, which means that uh, you want to take your story with you and that is the waste of your life. I agree, Sam. That's in the way of craftsmanship, the way of craftsmanship to, you know, to bring to a close our lovely discussion today, the way of craftsmanship teaches. You do the work not only for your own personal benefit and growth, but the true craftsperson then releases their work to the world for the benefit of all. Absolutely. Well said. Thank you very much. And I love the remarks of the last uh, concluded remarks. And I really appreciated your presence today at my podcast, Chai with Sam Dosa. I will be putting more some information in the description of this release of the podcast. Please do get in touch with Charles and get uh, learn a lot of things. You might know all the things, but when you look at everything in one place, you will be realizing, but I was not aware of these are things, tools are available where I can dive into and start learning something new about yourself. So thank you very much for listening to the podcast and I wish you all the best wherever you are. Bye for now.